When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Laugh now, die later. Two years. Um, today, shit. Thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for supporting. Um, yeah, we. Uh, I think we're, we're like we're on the verge of like we got like hit up for ads for the first time. So I'm like, let's go. Oh, like I was like, let's, yeah. So this shit, yeah, this shit's hopefully, hopefully it just it's a it's more uphill from than it already is. But uh, we got. Uh, I guess OG Trash Talk, two-fourths of OG Trash Talk. Uh, uh-huh. OG in some respect, but not... The sweet spot. Yeah, the OG, OG in some respect, but not original. Because if it's really OG, then like neither of us. Neither oh, of us. Wait, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, but... Uh, we OG and what everybody knows, I guess. Oh, like <laughs> second week guy, he was like second-year guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, but we got Spencer and Sam. How you guys doing? I'm great, and I'm happy to be here again with you in, in Luis's house. In Luis's talking. house, in yes. Luis's beautiful house. Yeah, thank you to shout out to Luis for allowing us. To- yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out Luis big time for sure. Um, but yeah, um, I was, I was like, I was wondering, I was like, should we start this from like, kind of like from back, like, like go back to now? But I was like, you guys, like, I was like, we we pretty much did an episode where you guys talk about the past, and I was like, maybe talk about what you guys have now more. I was like, because you're in Infest now. And yeah. you have been in Infest for like, what, like a year or two? Mm, I think like four years. Four years? Yeah, yeah three or four years. Yeah. Like like a year before the pandemic. I think I played my first gig with them. Like a year out of it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like four years. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, last time I was like, I wish we could have talked more about that. And Sam, I was like, Sam, I was like, you're... <laughs> we like we could go on we, we could go on forever. We could like literally make a whole series about you. Like, just because like, you're, I mean, you're, in, you're playing Command... You're, uh, you're doing the turnstile thing. You're, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. There's, there's probably more. Tons of others. Well, not tons, but a couple other things. Yeah. That's the last time we talked. Well, I told you about the, I think last time we talked about the band that I was doing with, with J-Nut, who you've... Oh, Paranoia, yeah. Paranoia, we're doing that. Did you thing. tell me about that at that time? I don't remember. Maybe we did. I I, I think I remember that. I all think that. I like sort of like alluded, you hinted, but alluded I did, to it. You yeah. hinted, but I didn't get it. I was but, like, uh, I was like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, you know, that's really fun. We haven't played a show yet, but we're planning on probably playing something maybe in, in January. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that shit is tight. That shit's for like not just that shit's really good. Yeah, that was fun. That was like J-Nut and Ian getting to know each other over like the pandemic and being like, let's do a band that sounds like just like Slayer, but like not like try and actually do it. Not be like, we sound like Slayer and then end up not sounding like Slayer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like be true to your influence if you're going to do it. If you're yeah. going to shoot for like an influence like that, which is like a tough, that's a tough thing to try and hit. I'm glad we got an even like a, anywhere close to it. So like... I'm stoked about it. There's new music too that Ian's working on, and like, Ugh. it's a uh, yeah, that's cool. Command has a new LP coming out on Twenty Bucks Spin uh, in March. 
mm. next year. That's What's the sound? Heavier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's all the stuff you love, just more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I mean, it's funny because it's one of those bands that when Ian and I started it, we like had our influences, and then we'd show people, and we'd tell them what we were influenced by, and they're like, oh, that's funny, because it just, to me, sounds like Bull Thrower, or like, you know, give some sort of like uh, influence that we were like, oh, well... They're cool, but that's not what we were going for, but okay. Yeah. Mm. That would happen with Blazing Eye a lot, too. People yeah. always what, like, what was Blazing Eye supposed to be? Blazing Eye was like me and Austin trying to do like like a, a, a black metal band that was like in, like mixed with like oi influences and like a little bit of like Japanese hardcore for like, you know, spice on top of it. And um, and then people were like, you guys sound like Gizm. And I'm like, yeah, no, we don't. That's what I was going <laughs> yeah. I was like, we don't sound like that. Like, have you heard Gizm? They, like, we sound like Japanese punk. But, anyway, but when people told us we sounded like United Mutation, I was like, what is that? You sound like black and modern yeah. punk, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like and the modern, like, right. but like black. Right, right. And um, we ended up checking out United Mutation, and we were like, oh, Sick. We do sound like this, <laughs> which is which is a weird, interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, with Command that kind of happened as well. Well, and and it's, the new record is much leaning into those influences that people were like. Well, like the one thing that uh, I think I was thinking I was, uh, on the way here, I was like, you guys like toured together for like a long time and toured heavily, but you guys it, still continue to like do like legit side projects, not like side projects mm-hmm. where like. You guys release some shit like you like you you i'm like the first thing i want to ask you is like why do you like do so much like <laughs> like like i'm pretty sure like i know you love music and that's probably the biggest reason you yeah. do what you do but like why do you like add so much like you're um, like in a gazillion bands i would say part of it is being a drummer you end up in a lot of stuff mm. just if you're a drummer and this goes out to any drummers that end up listening to this stuff. you're listening to this right now uh, you're always if you're good, you're always gonna people are always gonna want you in your band, mm. in their bands, no matter like what your situation in life is, because people will do people will put up with like the busiest drummer of all time. If they're a good drummer, they'll you know they'll have they'll like they won't want you, and that's like a thing that all drummers need to like know their worth and like mm. know like like know at at all skill levels. You know like mm. <laughs> does it you don't have to be the best drummer in the world to be in like five bands because everyone just needs somebody yeah, who can do it. You've got to be able to play a couple stuff. Yeah, if you well. can get through some songs, mm-hmm. like, let's go. Like, you can have like a ton of bands too. It's just one of those things where like, it's such a utility, yeah. you know, and people need it so bad. I think that's part of it. But also like, there's bands that, you know. You play guitar. You play guitar and play guitar. But play guitar. vocals and lock. What else? Is, there, is that the only bands you didn't play drums in? I play guitar in this uh DB band called Condition that I did for a few years and it was like really fun. I've never even heard of Condition. I didn't what? check it out. Check it out. Did, did some just, records yeah. on Iron Lung. Okay. And, check it um, out. Um, I started that as just me on drums and guitar and then we got our friend Matt to sing. My friend Chad played guitar. I did that when we were, when I was still in, in Trash Talk actually. Okay. It was just like yeah. I was like I need to do this DB thing because like, it's all I can think about and like I'm like fucking obsessed with this shit and I have to like Try, and I tried, and that's the other thing is like I think I get obs- I get like you get obsessed with the subgenre. Yeah, I'm like I want to try that. I think I could do that, you know. And then like I try, yeah. <laughs> and then I like pick an instrument, you know, like yeah, whatever. And like I try, you know, and I get it, like I do it. It's fun, and I like I get. It's like 
it's not so simple as like you know I just like do it and then I'm like oh good got that out of my system but no it is kind of, it is sort of like that in some ways I don't know you've known me long enough to know that I just I like process things like you know quickly and, and I not quickly but like you get obsessed over things quickly this will, yeah. this will get like find something he likes and just dives fucking full on into it and learns everything about it mm-hmm. like gets just really deep into it fucks with it and then is it just with music or is it with everything like like let's uh, say you get into Star Wars tomorrow you'd be like <laughs> no this was always been into Star Wars oh yeah Star Wars already <laughs> yeah, that was one of the like the first things <laughs> that was one of the first things I got into yeah it's like Star Wars Simpsons <laughs> no yeah I think um, when I was a kid my dad I feel like instilled this idea of like knowing about stuff to me like everyone's like has oh, like, yeah. like a standard of like what it is to be well you kind of like you were you were like destined to like you know you were destined to be like uh like an interesting dude because like, i heard your i heard the, i heard the podcast you did with your parents uh, i mean with uh, ace and with all ace. the parents yeah. your parents were like already like i was like dude there's like like you were kind of like there was no way you were gonna be like a like, like you know like a dude who just like fucking worked out office yeah well that's probably true but i think like also there were things that no, i yeah, yeah, absorbed yeah, from yeah. not just them but like my family and growing up in la and you know you know it's like you're you're introduced to lots of stuff but like yeah. no i think I've, I've always just been uh well you're yeah. from you're from uh culver city right like, or, like santa monica yeah like i've that. never heard anyone that was like oh I'm, like born in santa like yeah. every time i hear santa monica i always hear like oh I'm, like a european fool like came to la and like, <laughs> chose santa monica yeah yeah and I was like born in Cedar Sinai, which is like the it's in like West Hollywood, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're like the first person ever I think that's like. Yeah. I was like, oh, this was from Santa Monica. But uh, you spent the from Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Spencer, yeah. you're from you're like um, you, yeah. Like I said, you've toured also. You you now have a kid. Yeah. You got like more responsibility. You're older, and you still like you still play an infest. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why do you think you do that? Or, like, at that age, you so chose... Oh, that's what I do, man. It's such a part of, like, who you are. And, like, (coughs) I don't know. It's just the only thing I've ever really done. Really? Yeah, it's music, and I don't think think I'll stop. Even (coughs) even at at the age you are, you don't don't think you'll ever stop? Probably not, no. Damn. I went on my first tour. I went, like, like, my, like, first legit tour, and I'm like, damn, this shit's crazy. I was like, this is, is, like, fine. I'm not even playing music. I'm just, like... Like, I'm just watching from my friend's band every night, and I'm like, fuck. I was like, the dynamic changes a little bit as you get older. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure. I just, you, but that feeling is great, though. Like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I remember that. I know you've spent knows what that, that is, too. It's like, that's that feeling that we're chasing every time we go, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, like I feel like those first, like, lead by example tours, those first trash yeah. talk tours, mm-hmm. like the pressure ones that we would do when you don't know the yeah. fuck is going on yeah. and you're kind of scared and you don't know what the even the city looks like that you're going to you don't even like you can't even fathom like because you've never been there yeah those early days it wasn't really like on your phone finding it out yeah you weren't yeah. on your phone as much yeah before you left so it was like all a big fucking mystery and it was like really exciting and, yeah you know it's like I think all of us like as a as young adults like really like crave whatever that feeling is and like attaching your your fucking your wagon to that feeling is like really cool and you're like oh fuck like no but Spencer brought up a good point I was like man I cannot imagine not having a fucking phone <laughs> like I was like like it's just yeah. I'm like damn <laughs> like I was like people did this shit without phones yeah like literally like I was like fuck that uh, cause now it's like we're like oh where's near Taco Bell 
We're like, all right, let's go to Taco Bell. Yeah. But, but now I was like, I can't imagine like just driving around looking for a restaurant. Yeah, like, like looking for like you would see shit going up the freeway. Like pools, you have phone. Like we have phones, but you, it wasn't like yeah, it, was, it wasn't like apps. I had like a phone. Yeah, yeah. I had like texting each other and like, be like, hey, what's the directions? And someone would text you like, all right, take an R off the freeway. Yeah, L at yeah, L drive three hundred miles. Take a, <clears> take <throat> this exit after yeah. like, you know it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and so you just have to like you have to definitely stay more alert. Well, not yeah, because yeah. even like when we go to shows like that or like Oxnard, we'd be like, we like, like the phone now tells you like, if you leave at a certain time, you'll get there at a certain time. So God, be like, dude, yeah, yeah. so it's, like, like, it's just so different. Even like when we were younger, going to shows, I'm sure Spencer can relate. Growing up in Bakersfield, like going somewhere far for a show was something you just did, especially growing up in Southern California. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, like you would be like, fuck, yo, we should ha- we should all roll to the show in San Diego. Or like, yo, we should all yeah. roll to the show in Bakersfield. Or we should all roll to the show in Oxnard. Oxnard, yeah. Or like the Santa Barbara, the, the Casa. Or like, uh, you know, go out to shows that Nate was booking at the SOS Project. Oh, yeah. Or at, um, you know. And go see whoever at Chain. Or Chain, yeah, fuck. Yeah, so it was like really common to travel, but we would always just like, I would just memorize where a lot of these venues were. Mm. Like, just... I knew yeah, I can still get to chain like with my eyes closed. Really? You know, just because like yeah, yeah. You, you just remember, yeah. You can like, exit. You like left over the Yeah. If I had to play like Casa <laughs> de la Raza in, in um in Santa Santa Barbara, like I know exactly how to get there still. <laughs> just like shit like that because yeah. you would just do it once, you'd get your map quest directions, I'd print them out of my mom's printer. Yeah. yeah. You just know how to get you know basically that way. Like, oh yeah, it's this way, this way. Then if you kinda of fuck up you can like Sort of, or if you remember what it looks like, and you'll see a kid with a shirt. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, we're we're close. We're close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was different. I remember, like, man, those first tours, I just had like a, I had like a flip phone, like a LG, <laughs> yeah, and like there was a lot of like, listening to music, very, like not just like having music on in the background and everyone's on their phone, kind of doing their own thing. Like everyone's just listening yeah, to the fucking like, yeah. Like the, the control of the ox was like a real thing. It's like, all right, now we're gonna listen Sam's to this. Up. All right, what genre are we in now? Yeah. Who's up next? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna put on a song that sounds kind of like the last song, but then we're gonna keep it rolling. It's yeah. Be like, <laughs> Wait, how do you guys do ox back then? Like uh, through phone or CDs? Uh, uh, iPod. iPod. Yeah. iPods. Okay. Yeah. Like the the one with the circle on it. Yeah. Like the square one. Yeah. Oh shit. The old school one. Yeah, iPods and fucking people had Zooms and shit. Zoom, yeah. What's Zooms. It's, oh, a, it's like the other <laughs> it's like the other top like MP3 player. There was okay. an MP3 player that was like not an iPod. Okay, okay. And, okay. And, and, it was the Android of Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah it was yeah, the Android yeah. of iPods. Um yeah, no, we all usually driver got pick or shotgun. Or like you would switch off that way. That's kinda how we did it, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But there would always and be you could like, only pick the songs obviously that were in the iPod, right? So yes, I mean oh, people pick the past iPods up too. But there'd be like a lot of iPods flying around. How many like iPod? How many songs can you put in an iPod? Or like minutes? It depends or, how many. It depends. Pools would have expensive iPods. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like. But there were like always like a selection of them up front. I remember on the long tours, like you know, there'd be like three iPods up front. And you'd be like, oh, I know this. This fool's got this thing that I want. Yeah, this guy. Or like this fool's got our mine. Oh, I got this oh thing. shit, that's crazy. Oh, Sam's got yeah. the black metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like who wants to like this? I got like I had like the stay up late iPod because I had all like the <laughs> the crazy stuff. Yeah, you know, and, like that stuff would get yelled at. 
about in the early mornings when like Garrett was trying to sleep or something, you know, and he'd be like, put on something chill, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm trying to stay up. Like, I, I mean, uh, another, another thing that I, I was thinking of was, um, you guys touring back in the day, um, so you like, what were some of the jobs in between you guys had, like some random jobs? Oh. To be honest, bro, we kind of, for a long time, did, weren't really like stable enough as a band or home long enough to really work. Like we would just be gone. Yeah. So like, how about you? Like you went like, when you were in college, you went right straight, like obviously you did your thing for a bit. Well, you never had a, like a legit job in between. When I was in college, I had a job. I worked at Target. You worked at Target? I worked, at, mm-hmm. I worked for my campus, but I wasn't touring. Like when I dropped, I dropped out of school, moved, or I was in, lived up there for like another year and then moved back home and then. And you didn't work there or? started touring. I worked then, yeah, but I wasn't like gig. I wasn't like playing like gigs like that. I was just doing shows. Oh, okay. We do like a like a week here and there with like my old band Stop and Nothing, or we did like a tour with another band Count the Hours, but that was only like a week, and it just would just leave Target for a week. Oh, okay, okay. How about you? Did you? Did you I work had some jobs. Yeah, I had some jobs here and there, but like really though, in the meat of the band, we the the job was the band. Which was great, and we were all thankful for that. But also, like, we had our means. We had no means. Like, we had nothing. Yeah, fools were like... Like, we didn't even have... Stealing food everywhere. Yeah, like, but also, like, we didn't have shit to really pay for. We were, like, young enough, and we were on tour so much that, like, our living situations that we had to pay rent for were, like... I had, like, free... Like, years I was living in San Francisco, and I'd come home from tour, but my, like, room was, like, the living room of my friend's one bedroom apartment that I like would pay for okay. and I'd pay like 200 bucks or 300 bucks to just essentially keep my shit there yeah. and have like a couch that I'd sleep yeah. on when I'd come home from tour for like, three weeks and then I'd go again you know so like that's kind of all we really you know that was like our means but I no I had some jobs here and there before like when I joined Trash Talk I was working at working two jobs I was working as an usher at the Hollywood Bowl as an usher? What's that? You're the singer? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like what? I was like, no, no. He's dancing and singing up there. Yeah. Yeah. An usher is the person who like shows you to your seats. Oh, okay. So that's that's kind of a sick job. Yeah. I mean, it was the Hollywood Bowl. <coughs> and it was like fun. You get to wear like a little cardigan and see all the shows. And I was also working at the um, American Apparel on, um, oh, on yeah, uh, Main Street in um, Santa Monica. And like, uh, had both those going on and then I should remember I got fired from that American Apparel because I went to go play my first trash talk show which was at the Phoenix Theater in Penaluma opening for ceremony at the Scared People record release show Is that so we played, the, we played the lobby of that show? we played the lobby yeah, yeah. after Letdown yeah Letdown opened and we played and uh, it was awesome and then that's the show where Trash Talk made these shirts that said Trash Talk on the front. Was, or was it the other way around? Was it like the, the, the fuck ceremony shirt? I think it was on the front. Oh yeah, so the front just said fuck ceremony. Like as jokes or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then on the back it just said Trash Talk on the back. Like super big, <laughs> and, and then the, they returned the favor. And then they they returned the favor release. with a really good one. I, they played the what was the, the, the Plagues record release show. 
And they made one that was pretty good. It just it said like it was like a stick figure drawing of a kid, kid holding, a holding like a record that had an upside down peace sign on it and, it, and it had like a little word bubble, and it said, "It's cool. I'd much rather listen to." Ceremony and like the logo really big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying. Yeah. yeah. Just it's it. It was it was all in, all in good fun. Yeah. But yeah. That was so I got I, I ended up going to that show because I was like, no, I have to fucking go to this show because we had just gotten off tour together. Yeah. Pressure trash talk. Pressure and trash talk did like a West Coast tour. So you played drums. You drum played drums and pressure. Yeah. And that's how you made the trash talk dudes. And that's yeah. how like, all right, we're gonna yeah. get this full. Yeah. And then um and Tim. Tim yeah. Butcher joined too because yeah. he was also in pressure we pulled them both over he was also in pressure? yeah okay is I feel like I had to learn pressure songs on bass at one point yes there was a moment where I, that does make sense to me there was like on the tour yeah Ryan had like go somewhere or do back something. to work or something yeah Ryan of seven generations fame so uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Tim Butcher because last time I went out, um, specifically mm-hmm. I recently tour I went, I go um I go to my homie's like studio slash venue slash his house, and and you just see like a Tim Tim Butcher Forever sticker, and I was like oh like I was like I was like you need Tim Butcher he's like he's like oh yeah yeah and then and then my homie's like oh Tim, like he we both like asked him like oh Tim Butcher sticker, and I was like he's like around my age I was like oh you know Tim Butcher too I was like I thought I knew just because of Luis. But he's like, oh no, like I know Tim Butcher, like I don't know who he was, but I know like the, like that's like, uh, it's like its own brand. I mean, like I mean, for lack of a better term, you know what I mean? Like its own like, it's a it's a, it's a legend. It's a legend, yeah. And uh, I was like, I was just can you if you could like talk to me why, or like talk more about Tim Butcher. Whoa, well, or like why like why he was like. I mean, because it, like it's like even why was he the most well liked guy in the world? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, because he just really was, man. That's the funny thing about him. Yeah, all those things, all those things like artistic and sweet, engaging, interested, like thoughtful, um, funny, sarcastic, like. You could be a little butthead too and shit. Yeah, we wanted. We wanted. <laughs> yeah, sure. but um. Yeah, no, he was just one of those people who, like, no matter who he met, made them feel like they were his best friend. Mm. You know? He's, like, one of those people. Okay. okay. He was just, like, everyone who meets him loves him. Mm. You know? And, like, totally just, you know, um, was prolific and also interesting and had interesting, like, ideas with how, like, hardcore should be written, you know? And, like, Mm. was in these, like always in like the interesting bands you know he's always like <clears throat> on some shit especially at the end there yeah for sure and um you know minus wouldn't have been minus trash talk at that point wouldn't have been trash talk you know he, he played for, for minus <clears throat> where's your what was he from from the valley from the valley yeah and he was just like Church. everywhere he was like because yeah. i know minus is from santa barbara santa, Bar- santa barbara yeah okay um yeah he was he was a really um He's like probably one of the most influential people in my life, to me. He was older than you or younger than you? No, we're the same age. The same I age. think he was like a couple months older than me. Yeah, we're he, the same, you guys are the same age. Same grade. And same grade and you yeah. like looked up to him. Yeah. yeah. When they were kids. Yeah. We you, guys met, you guys met like at a spa show or a spa. Yeah, we, that's how I first do it. Was. We met at like a Aquabat show. That's crazy. Middle hardcore kids meet an Aquabot. Show oh, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, nat- a Scott kid. It was a natural evolution. Yeah. You know, like everyone kind of like went through that 
It was also the it was the style at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you know, the scar was the style at the time. It was all two tone back. Yeah, then. No, I don't know. It was just what we were, it was just what we were all into, and and uh, it was it was cool because like we, <clears throat> you know, it's just one of those friends that you get into stuff together with, and like you're always like finding these new bands, and that you're both progressing at your instruments too. Like I was getting better at drums, and he was getting better at guitar, and like. He'd be writing the songs, and then he did. He had a band that I was just a fan of, which, which was uh, Lead by Example, that I ended up joining so it, later. It was in uh, Lead by Example, Pressure, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Because only one I knew was Hell in a Cell, but that's only because it's the most recent one I think he did. He was in Minus. He was in Minus? Yeah. And he was in um, Trash Talk for a little bit. He was in. Um, fuck. Um, forgetting like God what else was there there's other stuff because there's always there's like the Andy there's like he was in um, our Place of Place of Worship oh, Silence yeah, yeah. which was is like a black metal band that he was a doing Place of Worship Silence our Place of Worship is Silence okay and it was the name of the band yeah he was doing that um, he was doing um, he filled in for bands too he'd do that you know I'm too stoned now but no, I, I know that there are more. I just have to. I'm trying to think. Or, or how would you describe them, Spencer? How would like what like Sam gave us his? But how would how would you describe uh, Tim Butcher? Or like why why would you say he's, he was remembered? It's all, it's, all, it's all the same reason. Man, he was kind. Like, do you have any like specific story that uh, of you and Tim Butcher that like <laughs> like it's like dear to you? Uh. Or like a memory or something distinct. I don't know just like like specific like stories, but like we were in the road, like we we're like in a van, like rolling around together. Uh, that I'm first not so tour, much like a memories got like a, yeah, I got like a really hazy memory of like kind of everything. Okay, yeah. so that that first tour we did together of full U.S. My first one, your guys' second, correct? I think second or third. You guys, but you didn't like go all the way. You kind of only went to like Richmond, I think, or something, yeah, and then went back. We came back. But this one was the one that was like the big one that was like after the Sound and Fury show that we like were like super stoked on and like you know big first tour and anyway but it was a funny lineup of people in the van because it was like all of Trash Talk at the time which included Tim and me uh, Lee, Garrett, Spencer and then we brought three three friends yeah three buddies two two buddies it was (laughs) It was it was it was uh, Nip from, from oh that was just from yeah. Mortar Pride yeah from Mortar Pride from Linwood from Linwood and Josh who played in Pressure okay and was it I think it was I think does that one did Evan come on that one that wasn't that wasn't the bar I feel like board, there was another person I think there was one more person anyway this yeah this tour was legendary because for all of us because it was like the first time we all like really like had a tour where like the shows were good. You know, or like we would go somewhere and like we'd play a show to like, you know, random people yeah, and we'd be like, oh my God, people know our songs. This yeah. is crazy. You know, and um, we played This Is Hardcore. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was crazy. That was fun. So um, saw the, the Floor Punch reunion. Saw, we played the Floor Punch reunion that year. <laughs> yeah. At the, at the church. That was later. But like um, that Tim era, I remember like, I remember it was hard for me because I wanted Tim to like, like it more. I think he was like a little overwhelmed by tour. 
He didn't like yeah, playing. He, he, he was overwhelmed. It was yeah. a lot. It was a lot for him. He wanted to be home a lot. He wanted to be home. He had like, he was still going to school and shit. And like he, his parents, you know, uh, you know, the, the butchers like really, you know, are so awesome, like incredible people. Like they definitely expect a lot of their boys, you know, and, and they wanted him to like finish school. Oh, okay. So and stuff okay. like that, okay. you know, um, which, hey, you know, and he did. He did? Yeah, he, yeah. he graduated college? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he graduate of? Oh, he had like an art degree. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, um, yeah, so that was like important yeah, for him. But at the time, I was like, dude, like, we're doing all this stuff that, like, we've always talked about doing, you know, like, let's go, you yeah, know? We're in, we're in a van rolling, rolling, playing shows, playing like, shows, able keep... to go to the next city, we're able yeah. to eat every night. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like, we're, we're, you know, it was fun. And we were so, I was like 19. I was like 19 years old. Yeah. You were 19? Yeah. yeah. It was, um, yeah, we were kids. The tour ended funny. We all got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you guys get arrested? Just trying to steal food. Trying to steal food. Whole, we still stole food out of Whole Foods. I think this is a big we talk about it because I think the statue of limitations. Yeah, Nip did his time and everything. Yeah. So <laughs> Nip was next door at a, I think it was an REI or some kind of like outdoor store. And we were all, we were all, the rest of us were in Whole Foods just stealing a bunch of food. Putting yeah. it on our, our messenger bags, which was also the style at the time. It was uh, the style at the time. <laughs> we all had the messenger bags. bags so yeah. we just, Timbuktu bags yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Throwing all kinds of food in our bags and we, yeah. we all get out completely fine. But little did we know next door, Nick was trying to steal like a, fla- like a hydro flask. Uh, like a Nalgene like or something. Yeah, and a, like a pocket knife. Yeah. And security guard tried to stop him and rather than concede and let the stuff go or whatever he like pushed the guy yeah and the guy went through the glass of the front door like just straight through the pan the yeah. what the fuck the door yeah. so police come and it's this huge like deal police are there it was like eight or ten <clears throat> cop cars oh shit and as he like, and as he gets out shit. he goes to the van which naturally that's where you go but yeah he goes to the van so anyone that tries to go to the van after that then gets profiled and followed right and then they like they're like, where's your receipts for your food? Whole Foods is like tripping because they're like realized that we all dipped with like, oh, like five of us with yeah. just bags full of fucking yeah. snack, delicious snacks. I remember, yeah, we all had different scenarios too. Yeah, okay. I was, me and Gary were caught, or I was caught at the. Did like you a, run? A car park. I, would, I walked across the street. I didn't run. Garrett ran one way and they're like following and chasing him. I just like walked yeah. and walked across, across the street, went to Dude, like a. I was listening to them. Like a parking garage. Run. Or they were saying it was, they were running. Yeah, like, was I was already sprinting. in the car. She was sprinting. Yeah, and I was like, I was hearing it over like the police radio, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna see my friend die. I was so scared. I was like, these cops are gonna just kill us, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, dude. But it ended up being fine. The, yeah. The van got impounded. Yeah, the van got impounded. Our gear was sitting on the side of the road, next to the police station outside, when Garrett and I were released. Before you guys, yeah, and then still a holder, still a holder. Oh man, and is, is that uh, why Tim didn't uh, didn't didn't end up staying in trash talk? Funny thing about that, Tim wasn't there because Tim stayed at the house of the homie that we were staying at. We oh, were okay. just going to Whole Foods mm-hmm. for like ten minutes, yeah, and just getting just snacks and food. going back to the house. Yeah. And but because we all got arrested. They took our phones. They took everything away from us. He had no idea where we were. 
he was like, what the fuck? I think in his mind, we left him or something. Yeah, see, I totally forgot about that half of that part of the story. Dude, I forgot about it too, actually, until just this moment. But, like, <laughs> that is what happened. Do you remember? He, like, he was like, no, I'm going to stay back. And we're yeah, like, all like, right, no, cool. And then we just didn't come back for that. <laughs> I think it was yeah, like... Hours. It was dark. It was like, we were, like 12 hours. We were, like, walking. Or I think we, didn't we, like, we, like, walked, like, a couple miles in the wrong direction <laughs> trying to figure out where we were. Oh, it was the worst. I remember having to call my mom and be like, Mom, uh... I'm arrested. Was, everything just, like, really... Yeah, we're went, in Brentwood, Missouri. Everything went fucked, and, like, I'm in Missouri, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, and we all got arrested for fucking... $17 worth of food each. Yeah. Damn. It was crazy. But that was the end of the tour. Um, we weren't able to, like, catch up with the other bands that we were already on the road with. They had already, like, played shows down the road. And yeah. It was too much to... Too much to ask for. We we shine, we shine too brightly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you burn out. We burned out, out yeah. No, is, that, is that the only time he has uh, been arrested on tour? No. no. We went to, <laughs> to record the self-titled in Chicago. We got popped on the freeway. That was even. That was like a year later. Yeah. Right? For what? For uh, weed. Yeah, for uh, weed. We had yeah. a bunch of weed. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy to think. I, I forget that weed used to be illegal. Nebraska. It yeah, still is Nebraska. there. Oh, okay. Especially this much. But the type of, the type of uh, stop that we were pulled over for is now illegal out there. This... Oh really? Yeah, the, like the the fake like uh, the like road, road misleading like road road like checkpoint or whatever. Yeah, that's what happened. It was a fake checkpoint. Lee was driving. He didn't have a license. He didn't have a license until like maybe like four years ago. Yeah, Lee would always drive. Like, that was <laughs> oh really? So he would drive, and it was to- it was totally <laughs> fine because it would be like seven hours on a fucking straight freeway, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was a sign that was like you know checkpoint ahead, drug dogs in use, blah blah blah. So he's like fuck pulls off on like a overpass uh, and right from under the overpass, police instantly come out because they're expecting people that are guilty to pull over <laughs> yeah, right the signs. It was such he, a trap. He pulls off, so I take the driver's seat because he doesn't have a license. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, it smells like weed, what the fuck? Who's, you know, who's got, like, what's in like, here? Oh, we are so fucked. They so go through, who's, oh, was it? I don't even remember what I was reading. They're like, who's reading, like, who's reading Dostoevsky? And I was like, oh, that's me. And they're like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's mine. And I, it was, like, a couple pills and, like, just to, like, I had, like, a hip, like, a pretty recent hip injury and was just trying to, like, sleep better. It was, like, hey, yeah, so much. forgot about that. Like, one hydrocodone or something like that. How many times have you guys been arrested, like, as a band? Oh, Twice, I think we got ticketed. You at, got arrested in 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 um in the UK oh, at yeah. one time. Yeah, for the when the bouncers tried to fucking pull Dude, Garrett off the speaker. Why did try to pull Garrett off the speaker? Garrett climbed a speaker at the end of our set. A bouncer who was pretty large was like okay. really pissed off, and one guy was like shaking the like the speaker stand, which is like Garrett's like ten feet in the air yeah. and the speaker. We got to and Garrett like, tried to lose his balance. Tour, started to lose his balance. He starts grabbing his like. His instrument cable and yanking it, so he's pulling yeah, the like fucking trying to stay speaker, it. grabbing this thing, and it's like he pulls my dude off. The tour's over. We're in the UK for another like three weeks. <laughs> like, I gotta stop this. So I like sob like, bro, stop! I'm gonna fucking punch you. And he's like, oh, I'm like, I'm stop! I'm going to hit you. Like, stop oh, pulling dude. him. Like, stop him, and he doesn't stop. So like, I decked him. Yep. He crumbles. Like, we get Garrett down safe. We finish the set leave by the time we leave like as we're packing up and loading they're like you guys gotta go there's cops at the front of the venue yeah 
I think someone from the venue was like, you can try and leave, but they're just going to get you. Yeah, and we're which like, we did. And we're like, fuck you. <laughs> we just like left. And we were like, maybe 15 minutes down the highway too. We are like, we fucking did it. And then it's like, like out of nowhere, these cops just like pull us over and they're like, open the side door and they like look at all of us they're like and you come with me yeah. <laughs> point to Spencer and we're all like ah oh, man I think there's a video on YouTube where you guys are like in some icy European place or some shit and then <laughs> and then I think you were in the video you were lead tell the story that you guys like almost died is there like does that recall oh, something that when we're the, I think that's when we had a, a camera in the van and we went on that really icy passage because they wanted to get a scenic route. We're like, bro, it's a, it's a snowstorm. And they're like, oh, let's go this way. And it like, what happened? we were like sliding. Oh, man. Yeah. I kind of remember this. Yeah, like, I remember yeah, that video. We you were, look defi- hell, you look we were definitely drinking. I probably was done. Yeah. You had like green hair, I think, at the time. Mm. Yeah, fuck, man. I think like, I'm trying to remember what was going down. There's a few of those times in the UK or like in Europe in general where like we'd do something and I'd be like, this is crazy. I think that was Germany because we went to that venue. We weren't sure if it, we would pulled up to the thing. There was no light. There was like icicles hanging off the fucking roof. Right. It was the wrong spot. Oh. We had red directions to like the promoter's house or something weird. Oh, right. And we drove up the street like another like 40 minutes or whatever and then finally got to the venue and it was popping and really steamy and humid. But it was all through the ice. I think that was that same... Jean, but as I say, my memory is fucking mush. There was that one that we played in Belgium. Yeah, that was sick during the winter festival. During the snowstorm, and we like got there late, and then they booked like they just like, moved the show to like a house. Yeah, I was I saw and, uh, um, that show was sick. Fucking, I've seen Extreme. We played with um, what's the guitar player of Rise Above? What's name? I don't know. Belgian band? Yeah, yeah. Terrible. But Simon was talking about it. He was like, yeah, that show. They're full, full. Oh. They got their, they had to get, they had to get kicked out of their apartment for it. Oh, really? Oh, oops. <laughs> 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 All right, but, um. Cedric. Cedric. Oh, from, from Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall. What did I say? I forget. Yeah. Cedric. Yeah, Cedric. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think we're gonna wrap. So just cause I don't want to keep you waiting too long. Oh, we're yeah, we yeah. we can do many versions of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the just stories like, will just keep flowing. I mean, yeah. There's so many things that happened like that. Those were just like the few times that we like got arrested. Let alone the times when like bad things would happen. Yeah, or what about the <laughs> the uh, Black Peach Street Festival? We didn't know we were in. Oh my god! Or, you guys didn't know you guys were in the fest for Car- uh, Karnalov in Copenhagen. Waking up in the morning trying to find food, or and people are just filling kegs in the street wearing costumes. Do you mean what? Like those random people. <laughs> oh yeah. In like Cologne. Yeah. On the dude, Europe was always just like testing us. Well, tell that story. Then yeah. we're we're up at Abadon. Well, that's two. That's two different stories. But no, I mean there was this one. One thing, the first thing you said was, <laughs> from my point of view, was like so fucking insane to watch. Where like we showed up. Like, are you familiar with, like, in, in Holland, they have these, like, Christmas traditions where, like, they have, like, Santa Claus, right? But then they also have, like, other, like, lesser-known characters. Santa's got a... Santa has, according to the modern legend, <laughs> a helper called Schwarte Piet. It is so Which up. translates to Black Peter. And... 
he has Black Peter's face is black, but his hands are white. Or not his, uh, and he wears gloves, but his gloves are completely soot free, and his face is only black because of the, the soot. Because they're coming down the chimney. Down the chimney. This is the story. But he's, uh, it's, bro, it's straight up blackface. Like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. blackface. Like, it's like grease paint. Fool's got like red lips and shit. Right, because <laughs> like, like the, the origin of the story is like Santa's like helper. He's a slave. Santa's yeah, a slave. Oh, okay. You know, okay. You know, okay. And, like, like, you know Dutch <clears throat> masters, cigars. Yeah. Like, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we have an off day, and our driver at the time, Stan, probably I think we're gonna just estimate. Stan or Michael Stan. Gray? If it Michael was, was on that one time. Okay. Stan got a, lot, a bunch of tours in, but maybe it was someone else. But we were anyway. We get we get to we have an off day. We get to Amsterdam. Where was in Amsterdam? It was in Holland somewhere. Yeah. Is either um, yeah, Amsterdam, maybe in Tilburg. Yeah. Anyway, or, or, we get to this like city. Yeah, we park and we're like, wow, there's like a street fair going on. There's like a lot of people walking around. And we're like, hmm, it's weird. We all get out of the van and like, I'm like, yo, guys, or someone's like, yo, is that person in blackface? Yeah, what is that? And we're like, what the fuck? I think is AJ happening? was with us on that. AJ, day. yeah, AJ. So but definitely, <laughs> it was definitely Stan too. Yeah. And um. Everyone's like, like, yo, what? And then there's like another person like, whoa. That little kid. And then like, slowly we realize that everyone is like in blackface or what looks to us exactly like minstrel blackface with like the red lips too and all this shit. And we were, I was like horrified. And I was like, these guys are going to start beating everybody up and like it's you and Carol so like you, I mean it was just fucking crazy it was really confusing because then we found the whole that sounds fucking we nuts. found the whole party yeah. and, and it's like it was, people were celebrating it and they're like there dancing was, and, and there was like little dolls and stuff and we were just like what the fuck is happening we had no idea about this tradition or any of these things and then I think we went to the show and we were like Yo, we saw this shit. What is going on? And then they like broke it down to us, and we're like, okay, still though, like, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, that was crazy. And what was the second one? The second one. Some random. <laughs> oh, just some random fights. Like just guys in the street. Yeah. Beefing for some reason. I, I don't. I think they were like fighting each other. And we were just trying to leave our parking spot. Yeah, like it just and then like they, it just like turned their attention to us and started like fight. I don't really know. I don't. They teamed up against you guys. Yeah. Started it. It was like a, some fucking European like beer festival day where like everyone was like fucking partying during like you know wasted like eleven a.m. and we're just trying to leave to go to the show and. Uh, not to say that we also weren't partaking in the fun, but like it was time to go, and then like these guys fucking popped at us, and then we were like, "What's up?" And then yeah, yeah it, it was, it was yeah. <laughs> that was just one of the times something like that happened. Which, man, seemed to happen a lot, especially out in Europe. But it would happen yeah, like, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess Europe doesn't sound that great. That's uh, it's fine. It's fun. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Dancing on the fucking tables in the club. Oh my god! Was that the one where <laughs> where we the fight culminated in front of a German police station, and uh, I think Tom shouts out when the police finally come like, "What the fuck's going on?" Tom goes, "They started fighting us. They said I looked like a Jew, and they just started fighting us." And they were just like, "All right, you guys can go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, that was a tour where I, where I pulled the sleeve off that guy's security jacket oh, in front yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> And everyone kind of stops. I'm just like, uh, what just happened? 
in that was in Manchester, I think. No, no, no. Or Brighton. 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 And the That's guy, the, same the guy came running. The some girl was trying to like noise <laughs> us and like being really rude and just chasing each other, trying to fight. No. Yeah. And uh, we were just like, all right, whatever, like leave us alone, like, fuck <laughs> off. So we leave, and as we're walking away, maybe a hundred feet down the street, we hear this like. Sounds like the red balloon, that old movie. And this, this, we turn around, and this girl like running. So we duck, and she takes this like haymaker punch and just hits the pavement. Oh yeah. Trying to swing at us. We're like, what the hell? Trying to swing at me, not us. Right. Like I don't even know what's going Dude, on. That was so crazy. The level of drunk boyfriend. out there on oh, the boyfriend trying to get involved. It was just cool. It was cool actually. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think we were all just sort of like. You go on tour out there, you're young, and everyone's, like, fucking acting crazy, and, like, you know, not that we weren't looking for trouble. We weren't, but, like, kind of were too sometimes. Yeah, you're drunk in a crowd, in a group, and... Yeah, you think you're, you're invincible, because you kind of were. Because, like, we actually kind of were. <laughs> we felt that way, at least, you know? All right, but, um... Yeah, well... Be- before yeah. wraps up, anything you guys want to... Anything uh, you guys want to say that's coming up? Fuck. Command... Well, yeah, command record coming soon yeah command record coming soon uh, 20 bucks spin we got the lock reunion oh, let's get that lock reunion I don't know man I think that last show was so good I don't think I don't know if I can't I don't know if we can top it you know would anyone care that's what I want to say I'll be there okay, I'll right. be I'll be there crowd killing right. fucking stage diving yeah alright alright that's good enough for me honestly no we've talked about it honestly to be to be to be honest, we have actually talked about writing a, ra- a record and then just like seeing what happens. Well, I mean, not even to like kiss your ass, but like, you know, it's one weird thing that lock shirts go off for a lot. Really? Lock shirts are like, like, a, like, <clears throat> kind of like, I didn't know that. Like, they're like, a, I'm trying to think with who. With like, oh, fuck, cool, well, like I fucking hit eBay, flip some tees. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, dude, I, I'll, I'll hit. I'll talk to you. I'll, yeah, but I was like, I was like, dude, then you lock shirt. Because like, you and my homie was like, my homie was trying to sell me the lock shirt that you guys with a photo of you in the back or something of the Tim Butcher show. He's like, dude, I'll sell it to you for a hundred. Like, since you're the homie, I'm like a hundred. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm just gonna probably just have it there. Doesn't even probably fit me, but well, I think one of the things about the band. The merch that I thought was cool is that we only had pretty much the same person do everything, yeah. so it all looked like. It's a good banding too. It's just like a good logo. Justin Haley. Yeah. So it's Justin Haley. He came up with the band. Jerry Wayne. Yeah. How about you, Spencer? Anything you want to want to plug in? Uh, nah, I can't really talk about. The. Oh uh, yeah. Just get Infest and Lock in LA. New band coming, but Infest could come up in Boston, but I don't know if this will be out by then. Uh, no, I don't think so. It'll come out before the end of the year. It's like a Christmas episode. Uh, Paranoic is gonna have demo, like actual physical versions of the demo coming out through on, on cassette. We're just doing it ourselves. So. Okay, okay. And uh, so that'll be available. I think we're making like a hundred. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's That's, get lo- dude, lock yeah. and infest. Um, lock, dude. Lock and infest. Can I, can I do that again? We're talking about doing an LA gig. Yeah. I've never seen infest. Like, so that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, dude. All right, but um, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank man. you. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah.